Oh, good morning, good morning, good morning. Of course, it is a good morning, 458 on October the 29th. And, you know, at CCS board meetings, what is it? Clark County School District had a board meeting last night where they voted to terminate the superintendent at will. That means he can't come back and say, look what I'm doing. And they didn't bring him up on charges. So if he gets charged with anything, well, that was just his doing. But then they were saying that he never took the oath of office. And neither did the board members. Board members never took the oath that they would provide services for children with disabilities. They never signed the legal assurances. I never found that document. I mean, I looked, and at least in California, at the state capitol, Sacramento, they had no governing board, even though it wasn't the current governing board. The initial governing board signed on the legal insurances that they were trained and understood their full obligation to the public. And my, my, my. I was so overwhelmed, I had to leave. I had never heard such things and saw such behavior that was so inappropriate. But I knew it was inappropriate when I wasn't going, but I had not attended in a minute. And so what I saw was just, well, what can I say? It was amazing, with allegations of lust and affairs and how damaging to people who have families. I mean, that's just real. But inappropriate behavior, you know, it's always said, what's done in the dark will come to the light someday. And I'm sorry, you just were not in charge of the coming to the light. As I didn't get to hear Jason Gotti do his, well, maybe he did it. Maybe I was just not there, but his presentation, whatever it was going to be, because they thought they had figured this out. You see, people who are cunning and people who are manipulative have been able to manipulate. And it's not against the law. I want everybody to understand a state can do whatever it chooses to do to help secure the future of its residents. And that means they can use the money however they want to. But they're still obligated for the the basic offer of what would be seemingly a free and appropriate public education for all children. So, let me just tell you the secret. Because it is the secret. that, And I almost thought it was so funny. Because I was just trying to understand what I was hearing. But the real fact of the matter would be that the children who were generating those federal dollars, you know, those children who qualify for a free and reduced lunch, those children. And I'm not talking about the children whose families received the BT cards in the mail and were devastated, just devastated with the implication, just implying that they were impoverished and how how a sitting senator a representative would explain away the rush to judgment 
and no boo. There ain't no rush to judgment. We all know what that meant. At least the people in poverty knew what that meant. That meant that they were getting their services. And perhaps where they were, failure had become the norm. What am I talking about the norm? Well, any time a community allows individuals to run them up with no oversight, well, what do you think happens? I'm just trying to understand where's the actual community engagement because I don't see it. I mean, I was shocked. Shocked just all get out when everybody who was working with the current superintendent and the past current superintendent got up and walked out the room when his contract was terminated as if they were recognizing that shit had just hit the fan and they had not planned or prepared for the vote. As I was not prepared to hear what I heard, the allegation, how insensitive. But if people are behaving in the public to infer that inappropriateness was going on. But, you know, I was really so confused as one of the board members, the past board president, was working furiously to implement and strike all of the requirements for the past superintendent to provide the disaggregated data. I mean, I looked, and you probably should go look on your own to understand that all of the legal assurances were striked from Jara's contract prior. I mean, I don't know what they were trying to implement. I don't believe, I believe that I just landed in the place called the Twilight Zone. Yep, that's what I'll call it. Because everything I saw was so unreal. And the behavior of adults that would seem like they were two or three years old. Tit for tat. It was so real. And the only real person on the board was the board president. The current board president because the past board president has all of these issues of inappropriateness. And I believe that the governor needs to do something about that issue simply because it is unacceptable in 2021 that we, the people, would have to tolerate that behavior of adults who are signing away billions of our tax dollars to who that's what we need to understand because obviously some of the contracts didn't go through and the end of the rule of the past administration would be just like what happened to our past administration as more and more Americans understand that perhaps representation and taxation go hand in hand. Do you understand what I'm saying? I had to explain that I too am an American citizen and I value who I am and I really value who I have become even if you don't and it doesn't matter because I know who I am in 2021. 
and I am a child of this universe. And human compassion is what is needed to understand that if you, there is just no catch up in public education. And there has been no demonstration of the maintenance of effort for the children as they have never, and I do mean never, designed a data system that would disaggregate and tell me how many third graders are at the third grade reading level. But apparently, I'm going to tell you, I heard somebody tonight who actually understood that less than 27% of African-American children are at the 50th percentile of reading comprehension. 27%. It matters because we hit the three over the 300,000 mark for eligible residents, eligible residents living in Nevada over. And therefore, I just have to implore you to understand that the harvest still looks like the plantation as African Americans are paraded through Clark County on the entertainment spectrum. And they pay their fair share of taxes as they are entertainers and being paid a lot of money. So they have to be taxed and understand when Wesley Snipes would go to prison and be called from another country as he needed to show up. He needed to show up to pay his taxes. You understand? His accountants couldn't do that shit. I don't know what was that all about. Mostly, I don't know what that was all about. But I do know who I am. So, for the past six months, I was considered a menace to society on Facebook. And until I filed the complaint with the Office of Inspector General's Department of Education, I was still considered a menace to society and restricted from my freedom of speech. And it really didn't matter because, you know, life goes to skills and ability. So they couldn't restrict my podcast here on Anchor. But they attempted to restrict my ability to share my information. And quite frankly, I don't care. Because everyone needs to understand that in America, the rules are just simply the rules. And we all live under one law. And that would be the United States Constitution. And yes, it may have some crinkles in it. But you see, the current state attorney, United States Attorney General, Merrick Garland, well, he said it's time to prosecute. It's time to prosecute and reveal, you know, oppressive, governmental, whatever. And simply, Nevada just needed to put that $200 million in that they said that they were going to put in from the mining industry because they were $200 million short on the uh, on the ADA, on the average daily attendance, because, you know, somebody said something that was really, you know, telling tonight. Said, how is it that every Nevada student gets more money than they did the last time they did whatever? And that was because of the strict manipulation of, you know, implementing a pupil-centered funding formula committee that would 
represent the state in providing services and then move money. That means, you know, stealing from Peter to pay Paul. You know, one plantation is just as good as another. No, boo, it's not. Because in 2021, if you can't read what's on the wall in the welfare office, well, you just ain't going to get them services. And I mean, you ain't going to get them. Just like, understand me when I say, when people say that they're special ed and say that they have eight children or more, or just children under the current economic benefits, you know, place, you know, welfare. How is it that those people didn't automatically get the, you know, um, the CARES Act money or the American Rescue money or any benefit, any additional benefits besides the food stamps? Because I'm going to tell you, they have to have the PPE too. But they didn't get nothing because those people on welfare, they say that they, if they never worked, well, they didn't think they qualified. And quite frankly, the reality of people being misinformed about that money is a reality. And, you know, and the real issues of utilizing Peter to pay Paul, it even hurts all communities. As a Native American community has won legitimately a lawsuit against, what is that, Metro PCS, no T-Mobile? I don't know. It's something about a merger deal, something about eliminating access to technology for those communities and they were told what they had to do in Nevada and how much money they had to spend but that partnership is really not a public partnership we don't know what's going on as people attempt to say well if we don't spend the money here well, we can take from over here and put it over here no that's not how it works it's supposed to work to build up a community because that community is suffering as most communities are But when they slipped in, (laughs) I thought I was seeing things, but they slipped in an agenda item that had to do with the homeless. Well, hell, how they service the homeless youth in CCSB? Because they put that a factor and a personal responsibility of the state. Well, if the state could have assumed that responsibility, if the state could have assumed that responsibility under the AARP, American Rescue. Oh, I'm calling it the senior plan, huh? No, no, no. The American Rescue Plan, the ARP. <coughs> well, they would have done it. And the feds would have, they didn't need to go through the local board. What were they going through the local board for? That's just a moving of money, boo. And as for those homeless youth who have been homeless in foster youth because they don't mind taking people's children here they really don't have a strong community advocate group that is effective and understand the utilization of the the tax allocations that we utilize to run our cities because I don't see where the protections are. There was a fire in a senior citizen home and they put those people on a bus. I don't know how that partnership works with the American Red Cross, but what city agency I mean, but I just was trying to understand what happened to that partnership that would have put people on the buses of the regional transit program because the partnership, the regional transit program in any state is federally subsidized because they have to go 
provide services for those people anyway. That targeted population, but I just don't see the coordination of services because why is the district trying to fully substantiate and hold and bear the burden of all transportation as they move children and move money? Unacceptable. You know, I'm going to tell you, Oakland Unified, they got in trouble for that. And the lawsuit was won. I mean, but people, when people would go and seek and understand what the manipulation of the ARP money, what people have managed to get done. Well, I'm going to tell you that they were representing that, I think it was Alabama, built two new prisons with that American Rescue money, and that is just taxation and zero representation. Because I'm sure the people who were affected by those prison policies or the zero tolerance policies are taxpayers. But when they stop paying taxes, they become the harvest. And I do mean the harvest. I mean, they give people so much time that we don't have any value of the rehabilitation services that come with the incarceration. I mean, what has this nation become except for a nation of the harvest, the continuation of capitalism on the community as we cannot stand together, as we are divided? And you know, they say, I pledge allegiance to the flag of these United States of America, but to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And that stays in my mind as I was indoctrinated as a citizen. And I truly understand the personal responsibility of professional would like to journey that path. And the training of the community members is the personal responsibility of the state to seek that training from the federal government because technical assistance is provided when requested. But apparently, <laughs> apparently, we also understand states' rights very well. And who would we align ourselves with under those states' rights? Because the obligation because obligation once you accept other people's written representation of what the law should be is to have the data that demonstrates that you are actually doing that work and it's so unfortunate <laughs> that you don't have that data because that's not my problem. People make political choices and the process has always been the requirement of fulfilling the obligation of the regulatory compliance. So the word in America, it is e pluribus unum. Out of many, there's one. But out of one, there will be none. So who will you be in 2021? Please like, subscribe, and share my podcast as we are getting ready to have a real awakening in 2021 as, you know, revealing everything that has been on for years in Clark County and how the devastation of the African-American community here has left Nevada without a Moulin Rouge, without a cotton club, and without the benefit of the black entertainers performing on the strip to the African-American community, the African-American entertainers, or whatever you would like to see yourself. 
represents. Just an American who represents the color of your skin. Understand that the dollars that you pay in taxes are not coming in back to the local community to support the people who like you, who just look like you. So the conversation should happen with everybody who has a family because our family values are being challenged every day as they represent something that we are not. And just because <clears throat> sex sales doesn't mean that everybody is in the, you know, in the devastation of that disgusting behavior that we see continually marketed to our children as sex sales. And apparently, you know, the federal government is getting ready to do something about the conservatorship of children. I think the law is getting ready to change as a requirement to provide those services once the state assumes personal responsibility for the development of those children. Well, Obama kind of fixed that because he said anybody who had been in foster care who did not reach grade level proficiency, I mean, that's only eighth grade. I don't know what it's here because people can just choose to opt out of education once they become 18 and they don't look like they're going to make it. And I didn't understand as that fifth, the intervention, I'll just say, I don't understand the ability of the legislators to intervene on federal regulations, period, because schools don't discuss the federal requirements of the receipt of funds and now they're confused as to why they have to provide that data and totally dispute and to feel that the completion of assignments means that merely the people are competent and know they may not possess the executive functioning skills to survive in America in 2021. I am so confused. So it is time for the real conversation. Let's hope that we have a plan once we ridded ourselves of the person who knows what's going on because he is no longer and will no longer be an employee. But as he never took the oath of office, well, I don't know what his obligation is to the district. And, and that we'll just have to understand that life is good in the neighborhood. And, you know, Sometimes ignorance is just bliss. But the understanding that Safeway is not safe anymore, and understanding that we, the people, have a personal responsibility to the measurement of the basic outcomes in every community, including the disabled. Well, let's just say a targeted community, a targeted subgroup, and the responsibility to measure the maintenance of effort and what the state will do to ensure in the creations of partnerships and community development that we too understand that the federal obligation of the innovation zones and the promise zones and you know what is happening when they refuse to appoint the people that would be the vistas that would help coordinate those programs and they had like four coming through the Corporation of National Community Service. And I, I believe that we all need to understand the intent behind those programs and how the district is partnering with the city. Because I just, I, 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 I am concerned. Even though we might be 
stopping the bleed in one area, it might be creating the bleed in another area. And why this path has not applied for the rules of those grants. And understanding we need to share with the federal government how those rural schools needed to work on the application process so they can get funding. But guess what? I don't know. We'll just take something from everybody and everybody can stop the bleed. But no, you have to understand when you don't meet any of the needs for the money. Well, let's just hope somewhere the data exists. And so all these teachers are saying, you never asked us to do this level of assessment before. Why now? Well, I can promise you the federal government has always required this level of investment. It is unfortunate that the district has not trained the staff and the professionals to understand that the obligation is to the youngest and the neediest of children in America. And as we are getting ready to create this pre-K three-year-olds and up then understand that Head Start takes babies at six weeks for families who have children with disabilities or families who need additional support. Qualifications not over 200% of the poverty level group. I mean, you can't fit the need of the needs with children in poverty and then supplement or supplant the federal dollars to help your children in your community help engage in the working economy here because hey this is a service industry and it's critical that we have people here to do the services of the people here coming for entertainment but the service union well they should have a greater role in the conversation representing the people and I don't see it I'm just so confused as to what I see I don't know what I see it's not about it is about working in unity to ensure that all children have the same access. And like I said, the word is equivalent out of many. There's one, but out of one, there will be none. So the word is, who will you be in 2021? Like, subscribe, and follow me. Good morning. It's still morning, and um, let's see, it's about 9:30, and it's October the 30th, and this is Nevada, Clark County, Nevada. And what I'd be talking about is the understanding of just who you are as an individual, and as we saw what happened in Georgia with Raphael Warnock and, you know, that whole thing that is going on with C.C. Abrams, understanding that we are all Americans and have personal responsibility. Then looking at what we've achieved this year under Juneteenth, but what we didn't achieve was the George Floyd, you know, bill about protection, about who we are. But then understanding, you know, the Clint Cat Williams and Dave Chappelle, and others, and understanding what happened when John Conyers was working on the bill 
in regards to the copyright protections of the human beings that other people own their likeness for their entire lives because they signed the contract and because the state did not protect their rights. I mean, you know, as human beings, we have to expect that the federal government will protect our rights, our rights, and when they're not, when they're allowing the state to implement burdensome policies that actually do not support your local community, then you have to question what you're seeing in 2021, as we are all Americans, and what is American citizenship if it is not meant to ensure the protection of all. So, it's an empowerment opportunity and limited opportunity for the understanding of just where we are in America in 2021 as COVID hit. And the explanation to COVID is that this is just one of four viruses that we're going to have to deal with as it's never going to go away. But people, some people just have natural immunity. And as I didn't know what the other three were, the reality of this fourth one, well, I took the COVID shot simply because it was important to take the COVID shot. Because herd immunity is real. And when you're watching television and you watch, you know, crime video or whatever, see that television series you need to concern yourself with the mental stability of the people who are creating content for you to pay attention to and then how they would restrict your voice as an individual as an individual that would incite what? awakening? we are all personally responsible for ourselves but when you understand who you are you can be nothing but who you are so the word is each of us, and by many there's one, but out of one, there will be none. In 2021, who will you be? This is Jeremy Nimbus is saying like, subscribe, and follow my podcast on Anchor. Y'all have a great day.